alone in the woods, I have had the luxury of walking in the woods the last few weeks and months and years almost completely alone. I live on the west shore of Lake Michigan here in Michigan and we have a park system here in Ottawa County that is quite unbelievable. It's gorgeous. So I've tried to make it to all of the parks at different times, worked for the parks for a while, got to know certain parks better than others. And as my jobs shift and change, the parks that I go to shift and change. The other piece I've noticed is I go to the parks to sometimes to to exercise, always to bathe in the beauty of nature. And recently, on my way back and forth to the part-time job I'm working in now, I'm going to the parks that go up and down the dunes. So it's a really big workout, right? Up the steps, down the steps, look at the lake. And if you've looked at my Instagram page, you'll see the pictures of Lake Michigan. Back up the steps, back down the steps. And since, so this is going to be one of those rambling podcasts for a minute because I'm starting to put some things together. So I'm liking using this platform to just sort of speak to all the things that sort of wander around in there and how I'm putting psychology, hormones, spirituality, and creativity, I start to really see how these things all influence one another. And I can parse them out a bit, but when I do these podcasts, it's really that opportunity to verbalize it and really start to notice where these things are coming together. So thanks for listening. So the parks I've been going to, so this summer, in the summers I swim. And once the pool is closed to work through my upper body, you know, to keep my arms moving, because I notice also kind of um, my arms get more bound up as the winter comes on. So I really need to stretch those, those joints. So a part of what I've been noticing is joint inflammation, joint pain, getting older. And this has also been something when I really look at it, I've had joint inflammation, joint pain all the way back to when I was quite young. And so really being mindful of that, really gently noticing that I need to move those rotating joints. I learned a lot about that in Nia Dance. So so moving those joints fluidly, not not being um, pressure filled. The hip joints are moving pretty regularly with walking, but those body upper joints, really noticing that. I hold a lot of tension and stress in those body parts. And so I listen. So when I go to the woods, I'm able to really listen physically and internally to my own body rhythms, right? I can hear my heartbeat. I can feel and connect in with the movement of my hips, shoulders, knees, ankles, and even my neck. So the other thing I've um, been studying just a tiny bit about is the fascia, the, the lining that surrounds all of our joints and muscles. And 
going all the way back to, um, I was taught in the eighties, you know, pound your body, work it out, work out hard. If it hurts, you know, pain, no pain, no gain. Right. Well, that does not, and has never worked for my body. And if, if anything, it's actually done damage to my body. However, my mental state will go right back to that. You better work out hard, hardcore, hardcore. What I found instead is like the fluid movement of Nia dance of walking and swimming and moving my arms and body slowly and more languidly helps more than pounding my body. Now, some people pounding their body, doing the workout, I do think, you know, we need to make sure that we're taking care of our muscles and our bones. And some people can really, you know, work it up, get that muscle built up and it works for them. So noticing how our bodies are different and the same, what we need personally for our bodies. I have also noticed with eating at home, I like warm vegetables, cooked vegetables. My husband likes raw vegetables. So having to find a way to balance if we're going to be in partnership, how do we make that food system work? Which then led to Ayurvedic medicine, which I don't know much about at all, but I went to an energy healer here where I live and she spoke of that. And based on the temperatures of your foods, the types of foods you like to eat. So there's a whole lot going on. And to me, this does all connect in with my creativity. But it's not something that's necessarily talked about, right? So my morning ritual is that place where I can center in and listen, write my morning pages, do a little bit of art, do a little bit of movement, and then really check in, you know, what is my body feeling today? Is it a walk that I need or is it rest that I need? And do some yoga nidra and lay down and just allow the cells to sort of regenerate. And one more piece of it all right now, especially what happens from summer into fall, is we're still on a school schedule. And so there's a sort of pounding into, you know, you better jump right back in. And the emotional levels that I'm noticing of children and teachers, adults, kids, parents, the emotional level is off the charts. And it's always been that way in certain instances. But right now, after a couple of years of the pandemic, I'm really noticing the little people are coming closer and leaning, literally leaning in on my body and wanting some peace also. So that whole idea of how important it is for us to recognize that, that children recognize it, but they're not always being allowed to act upon it. They're being told by adults, you know, here's how we're going to put you into a structure. And so I'm noticing at my age, having to rework that structure still And then watching adults go ahead and put it right back in to the kids, you know, who really need to learn how to be their, their own self-monitoring beings. So I've taken this podcast right now from walking in the woods all the way around to children needing some peace and some understanding for who they are as beings. I really believe that, so this podcast in particular is about allowing ourselves to slow down and listen to our own bodies, right? 
Sometimes we don't have that opportunity. Sometimes we have to be out working and we have to be working several jobs in order to, to pay the rent but and eat. But I still think there is an opportunity to, and it's very difficult, but stepping away from the overculture, which tells us what it thinks we need to hear or how it wants to control us, right? And I, and I use terms like it or they because I don't, I can't parse out like the whole big system. It's so huge and so many people follow along and believe in it that you really have to be an outlier to take some time to rest and relax. I have been called lazy my entire life and it hurts because it's not meant in a kind way, but I have to keep hanging on to that and coming back to center. So going along with this, I had a dream the other night about a praying mantis. It was a full-size praying mantis. It was in this outer building that, you know how in your dreams you have these houses and then there's all these different new rooms in the houses. And and so this there was this whole outside room that we were going to redo and, and have for the kids in the dream. And this praying mantis was in it. So the praying mantis is standing there and it turns to look at me. And I got to tell you, that is one scary thing to have a full-size praying mantis turn to look at you. But the feelings in the dream were very much... what is this praying mantis saying to me in the dream it came towards me it was walking towards me I was a little nervous but I didn't I didn't move from my spot and I wanted to see what it was going to do it turned and looked and it lifted its wings it was one of those that flew the flying kind and it made sure it knew that it saw me made eye contact and then it flew off right so I did a little looking around about praying mantis And one thing that was said was basically going along with the idea of your sovereign self, right? Praying mantis is um, subconscious and being ready to look at abundance. This is what what I was reading about. And being to a point where seeing that abundance is very different than just a monetary financial piece, right? So I've been very struggling around with the finances of, I really want to keep working only part-time. I really want to work on my own creative business. And so the whole idea of the abundance. So back to walking in the woods. When you stand in the woods and the trees are not just double your height, not just triple your height, but maybe even quadruple your height, all of a sudden that awesomeness sets in, right? That you are being within a planet of other beings, whether they be plant, human, mineral, all with a consciousness. And remembering you're part of that bigger consciousness, part of that huge abundance and flow. That's what happens when I'm alone in the woods sometimes I'm looking down and I'm walking along and walking along and processing in my mind and then there comes that moment of opening up and looking up and just allowing the sunlight to hit allowing the the light and color to play allowing that connection of who I am the pain body disappears for that moment and it goes into a greater consciousness right that's what this podcast is about being alone in the woods and what I mean by that is being alone 
in the awesomeness of being with everything, right? Being alone, but not lonely, knowing that there are other beings and other ways and other energy that is always available for us to tap into and connect with while we're alone, listening in to our soul and our sovereign selves. Thank you for listening.